This is 365 Tech. Today I've got Zach Poneth with me, a computer science student at The Ohio State University and future intern for J.P. Morgan Chase. Today we talk about his internship, the process he got to get there, as well as his thoughts on artificial intelligence with some of his hobbies. Welcome to the show, Zach. Hey, how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. I'm glad to finally get you on. I know we've tried a few times and things just haven't worked out. Yeah. You had any comp sci classes today? Um, no, I just had earth science today. Oh, earth, good old gen eds. Good old gen eds. I found out in my last lab. Uh, everyone in my lab group is a second year. So <laughs> lots of experience to help out with the projects. Yeah, well, luckily we didn't have to do anything outside of those, but. Okay, so I wanted to get your perspective on first a little bit on your internship and then potentially depending on what you got more experience in, I had a question either about video games or about skiing with artificial intelligence. So to start off first with JP Morgan, how, one, how did you get that internship? What, what kind of, what was the process to lead you to getting it? Um, so, and this is a lot of the process I followed with um, most of the internships about mid mid August, early September, that time of area, I started just kind of throwing the application out um, through mainly the careers websites for a lot of places. I wrote out a list of pretty much any company I could think of um, because software engineering is relevant for 99% of companies now. So I made that list. Um, JP Morgan, obviously, a local company to Columbus, so that was attractive to me. I threw out the application, and then when the career fair here at OSU rolled around, I made sure I had applied to them prior to um, that happening. And um, there was a pre there was a pre event the night before, a networking event that I made sure I went to that they were at. I talked to, and then I also went to them at the career fair. Um, I'd kind of just done some research on them beforehand, talked about like the technologies they've been using and everything. And um, they ended up taking my information from down on the spot to like get back to me with the interview eventually. So I just kind of like did the repeated exposure approach to it and made sure like I knew on some level what I'd be talking about with them. And I think it helped out a lot. Hmm. And then uh, with big companies like JP Morgan Chase, that's a, it's a different perspective because I'm sure they get so many applications that a lot of a lot of people just get filtered out through noise. So that, yeah. That's really cool perspective of bringing in like, hey, I just need to keep attacking individual people, those recruiters, just getting your name plugged into their brain so that they remember you. Yeah, exactly. And then I had my interview with them um, in late August. They They only did like two interviews over the course of like one day about like half an hour each. So it wasn't nearly as intense as some other companies do. Um, but with those, was, I just had like a behavioral one and um, then a like short tech one. And once again, I just like studied up on like the company goals, like looked for things that I liked about the company, um, things like sustainability and like work-life balance that like I was able to talk about in the interview and uh, just kind of uh, put on the best charm I could. And it sounds like a lot of uh, what enabled you to get the job with JP Morgan Chase was 
your ability to do really deep research on what you found interesting about JP Morgan Chase and then relating that to them. Whereas it seems like some other people have a lot of, there's a lot of time spent on figuring out what their technical background is and what kind of skills they bring to the table while it was with you. It was like, are you interested? And did you do research on, on the company to see if you'd be a good fit? Yeah. And I think that's like all, cause ultimately the recruiters are people too. And you can have like the best background in the world, but at the end of the day, they have to like you. True. In order. True. Yeah. In order. Sorry, go ahead. You're good. So what was, uh, what's your position that you'll be doing? What team are you going to be working with this summer? Um, so the, the title is like the technology analyst. Um, and that's like what all the interns have. I actually haven't gotten placed yet. They haven't, I don't think they email out our placements until like maybe mid May or something like that. Um, I want to, I think I'm more interested in getting somewhere along the uh, security line, uh, whether that be um, just like the straight up like info security kind of stuff, the blockchain. I put those as my highest priority, but uh, we haven't gotten our placements yet. Both of those are really cool because that is stuff where as a society we are lacking and there's some massive improvements right now for cybersecurity. So this kind of transitions into what I was kind of going to ask next. Is JP Morgan the final step for you or like do you see yourself working 20 years with the company or do you are you more interested in the kind of experience that you're going to be able to get from JP Morgan Chase for cybersecurity and blockchain and other security so that you can take those experiences and move them into some other realm? Uh, I definitely don't see it as the end game. After all, it's only an internship. Um, if they have, if they give me a return offer, that's obviously going to be very attractive to me because Columbus would not be a bad starting city. But I think at the end of the day, their primary locations aren't interesting to me. And that's more so what I'm looking for at the end of my life. Um is to be able to live where I want to live and have a job that I at least somewhat enjoy in that area. Totally agree. That, that is 100% the goal from my past internships. Like when I was working with GE, I met a lot of Mm -hmm. people who had been consulting for the big four, like JP Morgan Chase can't remember the others. And then, but I get a lot of advice from people who are, who have been industry for multiple years. The first step you should do is go and work for a consulting company for like, five years, get a bunch of broad experience. And then after that, once you've got all that experience, go in and once you know what you want, just work and do what you want. Like what you say, work where you want, when you want. Is yeah. That the strategy that you're going for. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, I, that's definitely how I'm going into this internship, at least like try out something that's interesting to me. If I like it, then awesome. Like I can keep doing it. If not, then the first couple of years, um, especially a lot of tech companies have a lot of a horizontal mobility. Um, and so like, if I don't like it in those first couple of years, I could keep on trying out new things and then like find the slot I really enjoy and stick with that. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Okay. So we'll find out more about what team you're placed on. I guess next time I talk to you, cause hopefully they've told you by then. So now I know, let's yeah. transition to the, the AI question. Last thing. Would you rather talk about video games or skiing? 
I'm just like having a hard time thinking about how AI would really affect skiing. I I was thinking about it as well. I, I try to come up with questions that are going to fit you as a person. So for for video games, I was either going to I was going to talk about micro purchases, and for skiing, talking about the replacement of workers and just automating the entire lift and ski sale process. I could see I could definitely talk about the lift process a little bit because I have some thoughts on some lifties. Cool. Sometimes. Okay, so we'll go into that. So with ski lifts. You've already got a lot of automatic lifts. Like at Perfect yeah. North, when we go there, they've got one lift that's a carpet. You lean up against it, and then the door opens and lets you on. So pretty much Orange the only stuff. use for the people that are there are to scan your badge and then to make sure that if someone falls off, the machine shuts down. Yeah. And in my mind, both of those operations can be handled very easily by a camera and by a couple weight sensors. True. Do you agree? Um, yeah, definitely for the most part. Um, I feel like there's... Some, I feel like it, we're still a little bit of a ways off between like the fully automatic process for that, uh, simply because I don't think AIs are generally as good at contingency plans as humans are, hmm. at least not in their current state. Just because um, if something goes catastrophically wrong and it's like the first time a machine has encountered a situation like it, it it was very likely to not make like a correct decision. And it's like in the programming for them, it's impossible to account for all those factors. Like um, what happens if like a chairlift just straight up falls off, like, and like just sits there. It's like kind of like a weird thing to plan for. Or um, even then we like had the, there was that incident a couple months ago uh, at a resort in Europe, I think, where the lift just kind of like sped up and went out of control and like no one could actually like stop it. So it was just like tossing people off like as it came around. Oh, God. And, like injured people. Yeah. Okay. That's a good point. So especially with ski slopes, there are a lot of there are a lot of different routes that a ski slope can take, even though it's just going up and down a mountain on the set track. There are lots of different ways that it could break down in unexpected ways. Yeah. And once you said that, it was like, oh, I didn't even think about that, but you're absolutely right. I feel like half the time I go to a ski slope, the thing breaks for some random reason, and you just see the dude climb the ladder up and work in the gearbox for a couple minutes until he's fixed it. That and then just skiers are so unpredictable. Um, <laughs> There's always like the person who like falls like two feet from the like top of the lift, you know, and like, all right, they might be like out of range of a weight sensor, but like you still don't want to be having people get off the lift, mm -hmm. which I guess could also be solved by a camera. But then you have to differentiate between someone who's okay, just like a little bit slower, but like totally getting out of the way and someone who's like a small child that's on the ground because they're a small child. So if, if we wanted to implement something like this on ski slopes, if, if I, a ski slope operator wanted to strap my entire ski slopes with uh, artificial intelligence, like I didn't want to hire any people and I just wanted to do it all automatically. Do you think the best way to implement this would be through like a trial and error? You create an artificial intelligence and every time something goes wrong, we repair it? Or the opposite end, we need to do more research, figure out all the ways things can go wrong and prepare for those ahead of time? 
I think it definitely comes down to a little bit of column A, column B. I think, um, I think an immediate phase out would be remiss. Um, I think like just a slow phase out, like building onto the AI slowly and eventually phasing out. Um, possibly just even having someone able to just press the stop button in case the AI doesn't after a couple seconds when it's supposed to, I think is would generally be the best approach. But definitely like doing more research into the ways it can go wrong, uh, looking at like past data and all that, and definitely pulling in data and using that so that hopefully there are less situations that the AI has no information about. And then from there, build its knowledge base, give it actions, and then um, trial and error, maybe have some like ski patrol like do like mock catastrophes for it so that it can learn things in a more controlled environment where people aren't going to get hurt well zach i appreciate you coming on the show and bringing your expertise and experiences thank you so much all right no problem pat